This is Stephen Dominguez of the Pure BS Podcast and the Science Faction Podcast. You're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Coming to you from the 15th floor of Alani, the Disney Resort and Spa in Koalina, Hawaii, with the sounds of the Aloyo Room from below, you're listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast with your hosts, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. Enjoy. Mahalo. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Listening to the Magic Highway Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about dizzy stuff. www.magicrowway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And with us today, we have our resident comic genius from ivorycomics.com, Mr. Eli Hodges. Ivory, how you doing, sir? I'm doing good. I am so glad you finished that one off because I'm going to try to hold my breath while you did it. I almost turned blue. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Holy moly. That was your best one yet. Yes. Yeah, that was good. I mean, I guess the week off kind of helped it out. Got I, my lung capacity. Your green tea. But green tea, no alcohol, no fry, fatty fried foods. I got one more week before I take my test again, and we'll see what happens. See if you're healthy. See if I'm healthy. You're enough to drink. It. You're going to make it. <laughs> healthy enough for sex. <laughs> healthy enough to go. <laughs> enough for sex. That, that adds you to You had health. to stay off of sex, too? No, I did not do that. I was just oh. quoting the commercial. <laughs> That is healthy. The, Vi- the Viagra Vika commercial. So one more week and you get to find out when that you can wreck your body again. Yes. <laughs> not, com- not completely wrecked this time. You know, I kind of like not having to deal with fried, deep fried foods. Although I do miss a crackling. Or chicharrones oh. for, uh, for Lee there. Chicharrones. Chicharrones. Chicharrones, yes. That's not fair, though, because we live in one of the best places to eat on Earth. I know. That's part of the problem. <laughs> you know, so our doctors, it's really their fault when you think about it. Well, I was going to say, best places to eat on Earth to a degree, like most of the stuff that is associated with being good to eat here is bad for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm talking flavor, not nutritional value. I well, yeah. Know. Well, yeah. once you just concentrate on flavor and throw nutritional value out the window, it's pretty easy to cook a good meal. Well, you know, listeners out there going, you know, you don't have to stuff it down your mouth all the time. Yeah, they're well, right. Yeah, you don't. They're right. I, yeah. I, look, I, look, that's why I eat, we go... Eat sushi. That's right. <laughs> Sushi's good stuff. Yes. And uh, before I forget that fourth voice that you heard, that's right. The fourth voice is this person here. Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Hey, must be the money. Money, money, money. Show me the money. Mr. White Cheddar himself, Lee Lasavica. How you doing, sir? <laughs> hey, man. I'm doing good. A little... Bow wow wow yippee yo yippee yay to y'all. <laughs> very and good, yours. very good. Hola, Senor Chicharrones. Yes, yeah. Hey, you pretzel. the white cheddar. The white cheddar. Instigator. Is that his gangster name, white cheddar? <laughs> Get that paper. No, no, white cheddar. White cheddar. White cheddar. Yeah, you can't say cheddar. White, white cheddar. H. That's A-H. Not H. Yes. 
Yeah. Oh, you can't put the R on the end. That's yeah. white cheddar. ER is just offensive. He's got to be hard. Like cheddar. They ain't real right. cheese in the pretzel. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We got four voices on this week's show. We are back in full force, in full glory, in the studio, in your ears tonight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded dirty. <laughs> it did. It did. It did. It's November, guys. Yes. Oh, we're recording this in October. But it, the actual, when the show comes out, it is November. And uh, we hope everybody had a great and safe Halloween. Yes. And uh, this is our anniversary month, of course, uh, the show launched. It's the uh, Lawless Family Survived Halloween. There's that, too. Yes. You know, uh, We're surrounded by Danny's decorations. If you've been followers of the show, you know Danny's family goes all out for Halloween. We're, we're, we're literally knee-deep in his Halloween-ness. Yes. There's yes, some serious yeah. work going on in here, too. Yeah, his Halloween-y is spread all over this yard. And it's it's massive. It's quite an, an, an impressive. impressive. Yes. It's out there. The girth alone. It's it's incredible. Yes. Um, but guys, we got a great show for you today. I mean, we have a lot of things to talk about. We got a couple little guest services things. We got a couple of cute things, and one might, which might actually turn into a hub. Who knows? We'll see. Just pay attention to the rest of the show and check out the jingles. And uh, enough of my jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. B. Our guest, be our guest, put our service to the test, tie your napkin. And here we are in guest services, it's the segment in which we get to service you, the listener. And first up today, we have one that we're going to read today, the rest of them are going to remain in our queue and we'll read on future shows, but this one is pertinent to something that we're going to announce in a little bit. This one is from Lisa Bowers, and she says, just voted, and this, and actually she just voted on the poll for the episode Classic or Trash It. I forgot about that. I know. Yeah, I did too until I started looking for stuff and I was like, oh, wait a minute. So we have a winner. <laughs> I don't know, I guess. Uh, Lee's about going to tell us and let us know what happened. But anyway, uh, I'll read this little message and we'll toss this to Lee to give us the results of said poll. And she all said, right. just voted. I have to say, I appreciate all the thought you guys put into each idea. Some more than others, not pointing fingers. Each one. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you I know who she's talking about. <laughs> Um, each one was unique hi-ya, hi-ya. in its own way <laughs> and definitely based off each of your personalities. I enjoyed the idea of continuing the concept of Wally. In my opinion, the movie didn't receive a lot of hype and this expansion would bring the idea of the movie to life and more people would understand it. God bless Lisa Bowers. This is a woman that we are proud to have as a listener. She has really good taste. Absolutely. And I like how you slid that right in there. I'm just letting my exuberance show. He's letting I, it all out. Let yes. it out. Okay. All, all, your face, neck, and chest. All up there. All up in there, man. This Boom. Way too many dick jokes <laughs> to start the show. It's daytime. We're recording it today. <laughs> and she continues. She says, love the flights of Dumbo idea. Today's kids are afraid to try anything new. Parents would rather ride the carousel in Winnie the Pooh six times than to make their child leave their comfort zone. Flights of Dumbo would allow the parents to lure their child onto the ride all the while giving them the ride of a lifetime. Disney has a way of getting us to return to experience our favorite rides. The new Dumbo ride will give the kids a taste to try the bigger rides the next visit. Keep up the good work. I listened to several podcasts driving to Disney one year, but recently have become obsessed with listening to all the shows every morning. Oh, wow. I think I've completed 40. Just another 144 more to go. <laughs> and you counting. got time, my friend. You got time. Yes, the, she does. The further back you get, the more terrible they get. So yeah. Yeah. You don't feel that. like you got to do it, it it's all. It's our humble beginnings, yes. so to speak. When yeah. we were rank amateurs, and now we're just... We've risen to the level of mediocre, I think. Adequate. Slightly above average. We're adequate. Slightly, yeah. Yeah, intermediate level, maybe. We're a good size. <laughs> yeah. And there yeah. we go. There you go. You know, some are like a honeymoon. Other ones are like, hey, I just got off of work. What you got? 
I, I hear that. <laughs> C plus. C plus. <laughs> well, you know, I like how she gave some love to my idea and some love to Kevin's idea. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Noticeably quiet about other ideas. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I get that. I get that. I get that. And Pirates, All right, I, partner. I that. Oh, well, well, I watched the Long Ranger today. And I thought about. I thought about the uh, Cowboys in Indian Island. Cowboys in Indian Land. Yeah. But nobody like Wolverine. Wolverine, I think, was still good. It's just I picked a ride that nobody wants to see go away. Well, yeah, I, I think you tried to challenge yourself I and, and overthought it <laughs> all the time. Yes, you did. You brought it, man. I appreciate that. Well, it's you like the, that's like challenging yourself, like getting in, in, and saying, you know, I'm going to challenge myself against uh, Mike Tyson. You know, maybe I think I could beat Mike work Tyson. up the lat. Well, maybe now <laughs> I don't know. I beat him once in Punch Out. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Lisa, thank you for writing yes. in, man. We definitely appreciate you listening to us. As long and as she laughed, that's what's important. That's what we want. Exactly. And uh, you're wondering what she, first thing she said. Just voted, and you're wondering what she voted on. We did re- put out a poll on Facebook. So if you're not following us there, make sure to do that. We do a lot of interaction on that uh, social media platform. And uh, basically, it was a poll that goes along with the show Classic or Trash It. You had to vote on one of our ideas or whatever. You, you could only vote for one of the ideas, right? Is that how we set it up? I believe that, yeah. Well, no. no. Lee, no, no, how, no, no, how no, was no, it, exactly. Lee? You set this up. Go ahead, Lee. Tell us how this worked. So each, each idea would get a yes or no vote. So one person would vote yes or no on each idea. Okay. okay. All right. And then at the end, the one who had the highest percentage of yeses would be the one that came out ahead. So let's start with the one who had the most no's. Let's, let's not worry about the yeses. Who had the most no's, Lee? I'm afraid to hear this. Well, Wolverine got 100% no's. <laughs> <laughs> I do it. Oh, I, Lord. I do it. I do it. Oh. That's only because that's of Pirates. That's a, but that's a great idea. If that was a ride that actually existed, you would be on it. Well, <laughs> I mean, I would because I paid $100 to get in the park, so I'm going to try to ride everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, after that, then uh, Tom Sawyer Island being replaced with Cowboys and Indians got eight, 20% yes, 80% no. 80% no. You know, and, and that's sad because people don't even go to Tom Sawyer's <laughs> Island generally on their vacation. <laughs> they try to get so, that travel discount. They just make it so their travel agent is happy. That's, there you go. That's, that's right. what happens. That's exactly right. All right. Next in line, we have Trash It Dumbo and replace it with Flights of Dumbo. All right. And here we got 45% yes and 54% no. Oh, kind of wow. split. Kind of split yeah, it a little bit. Close. A little split. But leaning, split. Towards, and, leaning towards no, yeah. Yeah. And then on top, no surprise here, um, we're going to trash Carousel Progress, replace it with Wally. 54% yes, 45% no. Exactly. Wow. Flip, kind of the flip. Yeah. Nice yeah, work. Kind of nice right work. There. So, oh, very good. So it was close between narrow uh, Dumbo and Wally. That's cool. That's cool to know. They would definitely accept the Wally thing. And thank y'all to all y'all who voted no for all Absolutely. of our ideas because we knew that was the idea. We had to sell y'all on these things. So. 100% no, though. I don't, I don't know if I can. I know. I was thing. pretty damn sure you were getting 100%. I didn't. 100%? At least. I voted against 90, you. 95? I'd have been good. 100%? We're boys. We've known each other for a long time. I voted no for your idea. <laughs> I get it, but I mean, come on. That was, I look, that took, that was four hours. I, like, I was on that. Yeah, but that's like dedicating yourself to four hours of work 
working on the wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like pick your spot, you know? Like a date, no means I, no. I, like I you got to give Lee credit. Lee at least picked something that people wouldn't mind going away. Like Lee was dumb at first and said, "I'm going to go after Splash Mountain." And then realized, "I can't." Was it Splash Mountain or Big Thunder? What is it, Big Thunder? It was Big it was Thunder. It was one of the mountains. Yeah, I think it was Big Thunder. Big yeah, Thunder, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But came to his senses and like, "Yeah, no one's going to vote for me." So he figured out a way to get back to something. So you got to, you know, I, I I hear that. No, I hear look. You got to pick your spots. I, I hear that. I mean, if we do it again, I I, I got an idea. But uh, yeah, I like to challenge myself, so I, I'm cool with it. It was out there. That's the important thing for me, you know. Well, guys, thank you for voting on that particular poll. We definitely appreciate you taking time and keep eye, your eyes out for further polls down the road by following us on social media. And thank you, our listeners, for having exquisite taste as always. Yes, it, as long as you listen and have fun, that's what's important. That's what's important. And thank you for the sympathy votes. <laughs> All three the two of them. sympathy votes. Most <laughs> people are like, we want a discount on our next trip, Lee. We voted for your idea. Who's next? And this next email was addressed to me, so I'll read it. It says, Hello, Danny. I was just down at WDW the second week of October talking to one of the friendship boat captains, and he stated that Irma destroyed the rest of the water floats. So that is the story behind. Uh, you had mentioned this to me as well, didn't you, Kevin, that you talked to somebody? Yeah, I think so. And yeah. that it was, was it Michelle? It might have been her, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I think I might have sent you that me- uh, message like that. Maybe you did. I, I don't remember, Forded, but yeah. I don't know if we talked about this on air, did we? No, we didn't mention it, but we didn't even think about that could be a possibility either when we were talking about the, the water pageant. Like, I had no well, idea. So Storm. is it, are they just done? Is it gone and now we get an abbreviated water pageant? Or I hope not. I hope are we in state of repair? Uh, I, hope it's, it refer- I hope the planners are up and refurbishment is happening. I mean, can we take like up a collection? <laughs> it can't be that much. It's can like, you buy the pieces on eBay? Do a telethon? <laughs> it's like $16 in Christmas lights or something. I mean, just throw it on your front lawn. That'd be ooh. awesome. I wouldn't mind buying one of those floats to put on my, like, you know, just to have something on the front lawn. Like That'd be Neptune. pretty awesome. I was going to say, yeah. you'll put that in the backyard or? Yeah, Neptune. Yeah, sure. Because <laughs> Neptune was missing, I believe. So, sure. Why not? You put the music out. That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. Sitting on your front lawn. <laughs> goes off every three hours yeah. the hell out of the neighbors <laughs> your neighbor right across the street yeah <laughs> just parks it or you know we could tow one of our trucks and just like pull it around the neighborhood oh pull it around the neighborhood that's a good idea yeah we so can stop at Akira and do it there and then yeah. Kano and yeah well, uh, who's that Michelle yes Michelle thank you for bringing that up yeah that's for, so I remember that show and for some reason I don't remember us thinking that could be an, uh, an option as to what happens to some of those floats but um, hopefully I don't know if you've heard anything else, but hopefully let us know if they're uh, fixing it and going to repair it or if any of you guys or if Cam knows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah somebody great. knows what happened to those floats in the sense of whether or not it was bad or if it, if it's uh, if it's going to be salvageable. Yeah. Hopefully it's salvageable. Yeah, absolutely. Because we'd love to see that parade back because it's such a classic thing. It is. I mean, and it's not the same cut in half. It just no. isn't. It was almost not worth it getting up and going outside. <laughs> <laughs> And here we are in the queue, and this is a segment in which we talk about the latest happenings in the world of Disney. First up, Robert Guillaume, a.k.a. Rafiki, passed away from the last time we did uh, our queue segment here. And so, um, man, just a great circle of life, dude. Wow. Great circle of life from Benson to... He was on Soap. Yeah, he was on Sports Night, which was a. I, I liked it. He was on there for two seasons, and in the middle of mm-hmm. the second season was when he had his stroke. Mm. 
And mm. so then they had to rewrite the character and be like, they had to explain the fact because he was obviously a little off. Right. And explain that he was suffering, and he'd suffered a stroke and that he was recovering. Right. Um, so I remember him from that as well. He was a very talented actor. I mean, he was like, you know, like a well-poised, witty, you know, yeah. kind of guy. Yeah. Like, I, well, he I was like, you know, like, I guess like it started on soap, but I mean, he was like the one like sitcom where the African-American character was like the smartest person in the room. Yeah. And all the white people were idiots. Like, because right. <laughs> he just kind of stated the obvious. Yeah. You know, and that, that was, that was his thing. You know? But like the governor was like an idiot. Yeah, you, <laughs> he had a good heart, but he was a dummy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and you know, like, cause I think Benton started off, he was like a, the butler or he was a butler cook yeah. or yeah. something like that. And he worked as, next thing you know, Benson was Lieutenant governor. Yeah. And he was the only like, you know, african-american character on that show if i remember yeah, correctly it comes from like back in the day i mean mm-hmm. you had sydney poitier who was a very respected actor in his own right Absolutely. um leading the way for that and then come comes robert guillaume with all his different characters on tv as well as film and he just continued that legacy of the strong african-american actor and or just actor just, you know he was yeah, great yeah just, you know but it's just witty was it it was a thing of like you know you gotta act like you know this or act like you know a pimp or not like he's just like hey just he was beat his dude, and like you know, he was a dude. He was like a consistent character throughout, and uh, yeah, yeah. And the fact that he did the voice for Rafiki just uh, just Puts it over the absolutely top. amazing, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, he's the uh, origination of the Asante Sana. Asante Sana squash banana. Hey, you don't wow. even know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite lines. I love it. Uh, rest in peace, good sir. We're glad you came into our lives. Absolutely. And this next segment we have here on the queue deals with our canine friends as well as some resorts in Walt Disney World. And Lee, our travel agent, is here to give you the details and the haps on what's going on. Lee, I'll toss it over to you, sir. Bow wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bow wow wow. You be yo, you be yo. Bow wow. <laughs> All right. So uh, the reason I wanted to talk about this is that. When this news was announced, the travel agents' side of things kind of got a little, got their feathers in a ruffle, so to speak. And um, I wanted to see if you guys felt the same way or if this was uh, just something that we're overly concerned about. What's the news? The news is this. Dogs. Dogs, dogs, dogs. Go ahead. (laughs) Dogs are now welcome at select Walt Disney World hotels starting October fifteenth. Uh, mm, I don't yeah. know why this sounds that sounds really funky right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grooving. Yeah, doesn't yeah. sound like such a bad thing to me. So um, let's just I'm gonna just take this directly off the Disney Parks blog just to kind of get a base to work from here. But all right, yeah, give uh, us the details. Yeah, yeah, let's get the details. So exciting news for Disney Parks fans who also are dog lovers. Beginning this Sunday, October 15th, for the first time ever, the Walt Disney World Resort will welcome guests and their dogs to four of its resort properties. As part of this new dog-friendly pilot program, four out of the 26 Walt Disney Resort hotels have been designated dog-friendly. Each property's per night, per room, pet cleaning rate is $50, Art of Animation. Mm. $50, Orleans Riverside. $75 Yacht Club and $50 for Wilderness. Can you wrap that a bit, uh, Lee? Because <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's going well with the, the, the flow. Yeah. 
A maximum of two dogs per guest can be accommodated. Each guest room will have easy access to outdoor pet walkways for exercise and green spaces for pet relief areas. I, I thought, yeah, I thought you were going to keep going. Yeah, man. Keep the groove going. Dog keep the groove lovers will going. find plenty of Disney amenities and special touches for their four-legged friends. What? 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 <laughs> what? At check-in, Pluto's welcome kit includes mat, bowls, and a pet ID tag. Whoa. Courtesy, this is the most important part, courtesy plastic disposable bags and puppy pads. <laughs> uh, plastic bags. Dogs. Bags. 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 No bags. Dog walking maps. Clean it out. Pick that poop, 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 yay. it out. Yippee-yo, yippee-yay. Also included, Pluto's Do Not Disturb door hanger, indicating to hotel staff that a pet is in the room. So you understand what that means. The the, the cleaning staff cannot come in if you've got a pet in the room. Who let the dogs out? They can't come in? Who let the dogs out? People knocking, but they can't come in. People knocking, but they can't come in. (laughs) (laughs) Not the maid. Nope. Disney let the dogs in. <laughs> so what's the deal here, Lee? So the deal is, basically, if you're staying at Art of Animation, Port Orleans Riverside, Yacht Club, or Fort Wilderness, you can now bring your dog and leave them in the room while you go enjoy the parks. Well, you know, it's, that's just going to make Port Orleans smell more realistic. <laughs> <laughs> just throw some beer on the ground and mm-hmm. let some guests well, pee everywhere. Well, I mean, everywhere. if that's the case, let's just invite our wino friends over and have them sleep in the streets. If that's the if we're going for realistic, that's um, on a certain streets, <laughs> hey, man. Okay? Hey. That's on a certain streets and corners. <laughs> the wino okay, is on stage. Get <laughs> <laughs> a wino. So, oh, so well, you don't like this, you, listen. Um, yeah, what, what do thoughts? you guys think about? What's your initial thoughts about sharing a resort with uh, dogs? Sounds whoop, funky, whoop. baby. Whoop whoop whoop. Well, you and know, I'm talking Snoop Dogg. <laughs> my, my first question is, why the cats can't come in? Well, oh, I'm dogs sure and cats back. living together, mass hysteria. Mass hysteria, dude. That's yeah. why. That, come on. That's that's easy. Why they can't have like the, the cats on one end and then dogs well, on the other end? <laughs> the cats because. are employed by Disney to keep the, the mice out, if you remember. Right. They got cats running all over probably, so that doesn't make sense. So now the dogs are coming on. They're scared of cats. Right. They're going to have mice. Oh. Well, then the alligators are there to and keep in check. To the, keep the cats. Oh, the alligators right. keep everything in check. Right. They keep the people in check. Why can't they take care of the mice? Well, because they make their living off of mice. Come on. Oh, there's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mickey I mean, I have, right. I have neither cats nor dogs in my house because I, I can't clean up no more feces. So Lucky you, sir. Lucky you. As, trust me. People have been like, hey, you need a dog. And I said, like, look, I got enough people to take care of. And, no, babe. You, know, you say I am a dog. D-O-double-G. Right? That's what you say. I'm the god dog around here. I take care of my own stuff now. In my Brad Pitt house. In my collar. <laughs> so stop asking Lee. Stop asking us how we feel about it. You you have something to say. Yeah, you here. lead off of this. Yeah, you go. You the man. Remember, this is a Magic Art Podcast where every opinion is welcome. So you, sir. All right. You wanted to do this. Let's hear from you first. D-O-double-G. Right. Mm. L-E-E. So a, cu- a couple yeah. of thoughts initially. L-E-E. Um, <laughs> number one, I mean, I'm not a dog owner. So, you know. Maybe I don't understand this, but why would you want to bring your dog to Disney just to stay in the room while you're in the parks? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't get that. Like you, you're not going to be playing with the dog. You're not going to be, you know, hanging out with the dog. And you know, I would assume that whatever their situation is, 
while you go to Disney without them is going to be better than them sitting in a hotel room for eight, ten hours. That um, is true. That's, mm-hmm. You know, that it so, is not fair to the dogs. It's like when they put them in the kennel. I mean, it, yeah. granted, it's a nice kennel. Can't be fun for the dogs. Yeah, well, but well, about killing, take them to a boarding kennel. I mean, they well, forget that. Out. They get to go walk. They get to you know have some interaction with Watch the movies, uh, yeah. right, people but, that are taking care of them. But you're just going to take your dog. You know, leave for the morning and go to the park for eight, ten, twelve hours, and then come back. Well, forget and then that. Lee. Waiting for you. You get too far ahead of yourself. What about having to put your dog in a kennel and then throwing him on an airplane in the cargo hold for like yeah, <laughs> three, four hours there, right? or whatever? Or maybe, maybe you're driving. Maybe he's in the car for nine to ten hours. And you dogs gotta, get motion sickness. Oh yeah, I mean they don't know where they are at. They're in the cargo hold. There's other animals in there. That's got to be scary and stressful for the dogs. dogs in the plane and, and they're both in the cargo hold. Yeah. The dogs like, what did you do? <laughs> what are you in for? Yeah, <laughs> going on vacation. I don't know where. Help me. Thought I'd have the house to myself, but no. <laughs> Through a party, I was gonna invite some poodles over. I mean, I've seen that cartoon too many times, right? Like someone's gonna break those dogs out of the cages. You know, they're they're gonna go be flying the airplane next next thing you know, uh, jumping off the plane in parachutes or something. I mean, this is a, a Disney cartoon in the making for sure. Wow. But um, <laughs> I think I think Lee just stumbled upon the plot for Soul Plane Three. <laughs> <laughs> K9's on a plane. Copyright Lee Lasavica. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who was in Soul Plane, Lee? Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Snoop Dogg, um, Kevin Hart. One of, the, one of the other issues I have here is there's not going to be any specific rooms for dogs. So what? there's not going to be like room 242 and room 247 and 248 are for dogs. They'll put the dog wherever you go. So Could it's room 187 on the... Mu- oh, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> go ahead. Room 187 has <laughs> got a dog in it. <laughs> um, so now you've got this room that has your dog in it and then the next guest that comes in doesn't have a dog maybe they're allergic to dogs well why would they stay at a hotel that then has dogs maybe people that uh you know are allergic they have good travel agents they don't stay here well i mean obviously because we can i re- should have the right to stay at port Orleans. <laughs> you're telling me like okay well i don't i have an allergy to dogs so i can't stay at the yacht club yes <laughs> i should have the right to stay at the yacht club hey, well, I, want. I don't care if dogs well, then, are there i'm paying that's for like it. saying that um you know i have a shellfish allergy so i don't want to stay in anywhere that serves seafood i won't eat that cake cafe because i'm <laughs> that no shellfish no <laughs> You know, is there is there going to be as a question? Uh, is there going to be like an area that, where they have like dog whisperer, like people to tend to the dogs while people are on? Um, you can. There is such a thing, but you have to pay extra for that as well. So that's if you fine. Want to they pay should. the fifty dollars extra a night to board your dog in the room, and then pay what hasn't even been announced yet, whatever price it is for someone to come babysit your dog in the room. You can do that as well, and they, and they should because if you have a if you have a dog in there, the dog wants to go ahead and be free while you gone and like eat up the bed and and uh, how would you say uh, take liberties in places where normal human beings don't, unless they had too much to drink. Then I mean, yeah, you got the, your maid service and. Every mousekeeping, I'm sorry, that has to go and take care of that. And that's you know that would probably be an extra fee. But according to Lee, mouse uh, mousekeeping doesn't come into your room while the dog is there. So you, that's exactly right. Now, if you are happen to be there and you want to let them in mm-hmm. and be supervised so that your dog doesn't you know bite the maid, <laughs> then they'll do that. But um, if you're if the dog's there by itself, they won't come in. 
So again, like, how does this make sense? You're I'm, you're paying fifty dollars extra a night for cleaning, but they can't clean the room. I think so it, it sounds like they're trying work? to talk them out of bringing their dogs. They could say like, you know, if you want to bring them, fine. But there's some eccentric people out there that are like, this is my baby. This is not a pet. Oh, that is true. The dog bit you. I'm sorry. He was just expressing his feelings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he must have done I something to it. provoke him. I don't know. Maybe it's, I mean you didn't. Oh, maybe it was the cleaners on your hand. Those children uh, are just as misbehaved as some dog. Your dog bit my face off. All I want to do is work my minimum wage job. <laughs> All I want to do is zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. Bam. Just shake the room. Boom, boom. <laughs> no, look. If people are willing to pay the money, I get it. Okay, so it sucks that Disney has probably taken away a couple of hotels from people who would rather like stay at the Art of Animation or Port Orleans or something like that. But as long as you're like, we're not making every hotel like this. We're making three or four. Yet. 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 I, I mean, remember there was time where they had a kennel almost at every hotel. Like, a, like Contemporary had a kennel. Did they? Yeah. This was like a long time ago. Like when I was small and little, because I remember, oh, that's so cool, but we don't have a dog. <laughs> like, Mommy, okay. can we get a dog so we can put him in the kennel? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Is there, a, is, here's another question, though. Like, is there, like, specific dogs that can stay? I mean, like, uh, no. Because it's like, no, like all it, dogs. A, like a great Pyrenees is like the size of a bear. All, yeah, I mean, Chihuahuas, Mastiffs, Great Danes, Rockwallers. In between. But they have dogs that are like the, the size of humans. I mean, I don't know. Where that helps you to transport. Maybe they'll charge them more, like just like Disney does, like with ten-year-olds. I mean, that's (laughs) yeah. I mean, all jokes aside, um, I mean, again, I have no pet, so I'm sure there's somebody that has a pet. You don't understand. You don't understand. I I totally will accept that, but I don't see where it it helps anything to to bring a dog there. And then, like, well, you remember we spoke to Brian and Lisa. They had a dog, and they were talking about wanting to bring their dog to Disney at one point in time, didn't they? Weren't we having a conversation with them? Like, oh, yes, yes, you're right. Yes, Lisa was saying it would be easier for the for the travel to have the, to have the yes. So, like, right. there are some people who have well-behaved dogs for which this is going to be a great service. I mean, why does our mind have to go to the negative, which is that there's going to be a dog that, you know, chews some kid's face off? Because there's a, because there's, it's, you're right, but it's going to happen. A dog is going to chew some kid's face off. <laughs> it's going to, it's going to happen. You don't know that. You know, I mean, because, yes, of course, some people have very nice alligators that behave themselves, that just mind their own business and just stay in the swamp and do that. Then, then there's that one alligator that eats a kid. Mess up and, for everybody. You know, it's a problem. Oh, and then he can't play trumpet no more in a jazz band. <laughs> <laughs> All the alligators get together like, thanks, Joe. Appreciate you. But that's what I'm saying. Look, they, they have alligators in Disney. They, they're, they're there. They didn't get rid of all the alligators. They don't have rooms for them. They don't uh, give you a specific alligator walking area for you to ha- leave your alligator. But no, I, I'm being the alligators were there but- before before. Disney was. It yeah, was the alligators like we didn't land on Disney. Exactly. Disney landed on exactly. us. <laughs> we were Actually, that's, that's technically true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was like you came in our house. Mister Disney done bought a bunch of swampland. Laggy's <laughs> like, hey, 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 you know what this exactly. is, Disney gentrification. Yeah, <laughs> what's going on here? Now look, I get it. I mean, look, if my family is going to Disney, I'm not staying at one of the dog hotels. Having said that, yeah. you cannot say that people like. Would you, okay, let's say this. Let, let, let me propose this question in a different way. Let's say Disney this announced, instead of saying that we're going to make these four hotels dog-friendly, they said, guess what, guys? We're building a brand new resort. Y'all have never stayed there before. 
but it's going to be a Pluto themed resort. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, That's the right thing to do. Genius. And and that. So then, yeah. how far of a difference is this? It's a big difference because now you have, if you use what you said, you have a resort. That's made specifically for the dogs and their owners, and that's cool because you know you know where to go. If you go there, you're like, hey, you get what you get. But let's put it like this: if you have it at a resort, and somebody just had their dog there, the dog just like tore up stuff, and then you're the next person to come in, that could throw off your own vacation. You may have to wait a couple of extra hours. You're tired from the flight. You want to settle it, but you can't because Lassie, like, you know, pissed on everything. You know, you got to wait for <laughs> I mean, that it's, all to it's get be, It's going to end up costing them more money to deal with all that cleaning. Right. And if somebody right. has an allergy, they got to clean it up and stuff. What if you tired? Yeah. What if you tired from a trip and you're like, man, I'm, I sure, I'm, boy, we, we got to go and catch these extra Mickey hours tomorrow. And then there's a dog next door just going off. <laughs> but there again, though, you don't have to stay there. All right, let me... <laughs> you don't have a choice. How do you not have it a choice? Might be a budget thing as well. What might be a budget thing as well? You're like, hey, look, we went ahead. And we we booked a trip with Lee. Lee said we can afford to stay here and still do everything we want to do on Disney. So you know that may be the only option you have to have a place to stay while you're out there. Well, that's you know? like saying, Danny, like, well, I know that Port Orleans is your favorite resort, and that you know you always stay there. But now, guess what? Uh, you you. You really have to decide whether you're going to stay there or not because it has dogs. If it bugs you that much, yes. There are some people that this does not bug. They have dogs and they go there and it's fine. Right. But, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Is if you're okay with the idea that of them opening a new resort and it's dog-friendly and you've never... It sounds like what you're saying is, is that because at one point in time somebody might have thought of this as their favorite resort, that you can never make them have to choose whether or not they want to stay here or not. And Disney's attitude is, no, look, we need to make a couple of hotels dog-friendly because there are people with well-behaved animals that do come down here. Mm -hmm. I think y'all are automatically looking at the negative, and I'm with you. Look, trust me, I would not want to stay there. I wouldn't take a chance with my child going to a, an all-dog resort. I don't necessarily <laughs> think it's going to be like blood in the streets everywhere, like <laughs> dogs attacking. And I, I, I think yeah. you're, you're maybe being a little overly negative. But having said that, I, you know, I think that this is something that they probably do need because they have people out there who love their animals and want to take them on vacation with them. As long as they don't let them in the parks, I'm fine with it. Well, I can say this. Now, if there's people that have special needs and, you know, and the dog is needed for it, I totally that's, get that. I, that's I totally a different get conversation. That. And, they're, and they're there already. They're, they're, they're right. Yeah, yeah exactly. you're absolutely. So, I mean, I can and see that. They're trained and they're well behaved and they know how to act. What is that dog? Wait, wait, wait. The dog's talking. The dog wants to no say something. No wonder Lee's so anti-dog. <laughs> He's about to die. <laughs> what you mean we can't stay anywhere? Lee's hey. living next door to Cujo. <laughs> 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 you know, um, now, again, I know we're, we're I know that it's a lot of what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. But let me put this. Let me give you this scenario because you said that yourself. You know, what if you're next to this next door to this dog and this dog is barking his head off? Mm -hmm. You know, and, you know, you can't get any rest. Now, there is a rule in place already that says if your dog barks more than 30 minutes, that they will call you and come make you come back to the room and take care of the dog. Okay, let me give you the uh, reverse yeah. point. Let now, me give what, you the reverse what? logic of that, Lee. Let me give you the reverse logic. That's a, like a, a parent saying, well, what if I'm next to a room that has a kid who's crying all mm -hmm. night? Or a bunch, of, a bunch of kids that are screaming and dancing all day. Yeah. You know? Maybe let me ask you this. If, 
but where I'm going awesome. with this is this. Let's say that situation happens, and you've got you are next door to a dog that is you know barking all the time, and they they can't they won't shut up. Which of these things do you think will happen? Hmm. The Disney will go to that family and say, "Well, guys, sorry, you knew the rules. Your dog won't shut up. You're going to have to leave." Mm-hmm. Or do you think what will happen is they'll go to you and say, "Well, I'm sorry for the inconvenience. We're going to move you to another hotel where you're not next to this dog." So now you got to pack all your stuff up. And then move, you know, wherever. Even if it's an upgrade, it's a, a, a inconvenience for you. I don't. I, I don't see that. If Disney's got this these rules in place, but I don't see how they're going to enforce them. All they're doing is they're transitioning for existing hotels to being dog friendly resorts. And again, there's lots of moderates, lots of deluxes, and, and it doesn't even sound like it touches on the deluxes. It sounds yacht like club. it's it's all value and moderate, right? No, no, it's a yacht club. Yacht club. Ah. That's well, technically a is deluxe. This, is this kind of a thing that, okay, so they have it already in certain resorts. Are they going to just, like, designate one particular building in that resort? Yeah. That's what's it like. Okay, so, Lee, if, if it's a yacht yeah, club. The dog wing. <laughs> <laughs> the candle. If it's yeah. the yacht club, what about the beach club? Dogs can't be on the beach. What about the bitch club? <laughs> the bitch club? That's <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> That's fun. Uh, what it, and it, you know to be funny about it, well, I don't understand this. Why does it cost seventy five dollars for you to stay at yacht club with your dog, and it only costs you fifty dollars to stay at Port Orleans with your dog? Is your dog more hard to handle because you're staying at a deluxe resort? Do the deluxe resorts need more cleaning? Maybe deserve more cleaning than a, a moderate resort? You it, know, it's, it's probably a reputation thing. At, at, that's exactly, I guess. I mean, you know, yacht well, that, club. That that's my yeah. point. Then it's like if that's a bad reputation, then why are you doing this in the first place? No, you should. I mean, like if they were to do this in say like Grand Floridian. Right? Yeah. Oh, then I'd lose my mind. Yeah. Right, but you would have to. Be, yeah, no, you're right, but you would have to be charged a lot more because there's the incentive is for you to not bring your pet to Why a place like that. Why is that like the incentive? That. I don't think Disney's doing this to keep people away. They're doing it to bring them in. Well, if they were doing it to bring them in, they wouldn't charge them to have the pet come through. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, they, I don't. I don't see what you're saying because okay. the whole reason they're doing this is to get more people to come the people that won't come because you can't have their pets they want them to come now they want okay this is what i'm saying if a person that has a dog they think of the dog as family like i know a few people that mm-hmm. have dogs and they're like this is yeah, my son I get it. right mm-hmm. so their rationale might be hey i don't have any kids you only charge so much if i had kids but this dog is like my kid why charge so extra and not to mention you can't really control every single dog with that you know family that's coming through so you have to charge extra but if they were like oh yeah just go ahead break your dog not a big deal they wouldn't charge them depending on the resort and all that other so you know what i mean these are extra fees because dogs bring how do you say extra gifts if you have to give somebody a plastic <laughs> bag to take care of you yeah. know the, the extra pet Poo. I mean, that's poo. <laughs> poo. We yes. can say poo I on the show. I was trying to be good about it, but poo you're is right. not a bad word. It's just, but you're right. I mean, you can't like if you have a kid and you bring the kid, you say, "All right, the kid's got a diaper." If the kid takes a poo, it takes a poo in the diaper. You can't bring a dog with a diaper on it. The dog's gonna be like, "Hey, this is cool." You know what the first thing dogs do? Defecate. When you bring them to an area, yeah, they mark their territory. Do you want to be the territory. person who comes in after the dog and say, "This is my"? Literally. <laughs> 
This is where I'm at. Every time you bring a dog and the dog is going to take the whiz on the carpet. Now you're talking about having to take that carpet up because, hey, pee doesn't really go away. It stays there. And the smell lingers. And dog pee is very, very strong. Okay? So that is more renovation costs that these guys would have to go through to accommodate somebody's pet. That's, that's why that's Disney's thing, yeah, man. If they want to pay for it, but that's what I'm saying. That's but that's, that's the on thing. them. That's yeah. the incentive for them to not really want you right. to bring the pet. Otherwise, it'd be like, yeah, dogs are family too. Bring them on. It's I, all right. Yeah, I tend to agree. So with you, Eli, your contention actually. is that Disney is doing this to discourage people from bringing their pets. See what I'm saying? No, I don't see. I don't see this as a discouragement. I don't either. But that's what Eli's saying. No, but he now there's a middle ground here. Thank I you. don't think Eli's saying it's not so much of a discouragement. They're saying, guys, you can do it, but we're gonna make you pay for. But you gotta pay. Yeah, well, that's X, y, a Disney philosophy. Exactly. <laughs> They're figuring out a way. So you, it's a y'all agree? Man. It's just it's in the middle ground. Oh, it's not. The, it's not on the level of the pretzel. Oh, no, sure. it's not. But no, no this it, is very easy. No, typically, like you say, like we want to charge. We want to charge extra if you, for you to use a Wi-Fi or this or that or the other. Like I usually am the first person to jump up and say, "Hey, look, no, no, that's ridiculous. We shouldn't have to pay an extra fee for that." But in this case, I totally can see why you have to do that because that is a level of unpredictability that, you know, or liability in some case you don't want. I mean, yes, maybe not all dogs are going to go and bite children. Uh, you know, I, I most no, dogs not. are not going to go. They're not. Right. they're not. Right. But you got to admit, I mean, if you're you're staying somewhere, you don't have a dog. If the dog is barking and people can't control the dog because the dog is homesick or it's in heat, something like that. I well, mean, I, yeah, I agree. I think it's cruel to bring your dog on vacation. I don't know why you would want to do it. You know, unless right. you really are somebody who spends a lot of time in the room, then no, it's not cruel. But the act of, you know. Sticking the dog in the kennel, putting him on the plane for a few hours. An unknown place to the dog. Yeah. Exactly. Right. It totally you know, is. I don't know how you get him on the Magical Express. I don't know how that works. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to know the stresses that a traveling dog endures. Oh, they say a lot. I mean, is like, it? yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Like, when we had our cats and our cats traveled, they wanted to know how old they were because older cats don't handle the stress of, of traveling so well. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure mm. how it changes between species, uh, but... <laughs> I think it's like seven years for a dog. So but I uh, think that... <laughs> 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 I think Eli had a good question before. I want to. I want to know the answer to this question. Lee, the, the question was, if you okay, so if the yacht club allows dogs. Does the beach club? Because it's, it's no, just the yacht club. Exactly. So they're going to be. It sounds like they're going to be like if you're if you don't like um, Port Orleans, maybe you say Port Orleans Riverside. You know, and you could still have right, a place. Say with, French Quarter. Exactly. French Quarter. There or, you go. You know, so State so Port Orleans, State Caribbean, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't sound like you are completely evicted from being able to stay at your hotel if you don't want to stay because you might have allergies to dogs. That you can stay in rooms that were never occupied by dogs. These are certain buildings within rooms that will accompany them. I mean, there's a lot of other things too you got to think about. All right, you, now you have your you have your dog on a resort, right? Yes. I'm sure after you've gone, you know, the the family's gone to Disney, whatnot. They want to take the dog for a walk and let the dog go ahead and do his you know do his thing. I mean, so now you have families that are out like at the swimming pool. Who's to say that somebody says, hey, you know what? If my dog's ready on vacation and I'm paying extra, why not let my dog just jump in the pool and swim too? <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and, 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 and to a sense, they would totally be entitled to do that. 
because they paid for the dog to be on a vacation, but there's a lot of gray area there where I know me, if I'm if I'm going somewhere and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take a dip and look at this, you know, some honeys hanging by the pool. And again, Rin Tin Tin jumps in the pool and stuff. <laughs> that messed up the whole thing. How many of our listeners right. know what Rin Tin Tin is? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Rin Tin Tin, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and I, part of this, too, is that people are dumb. Um, <laughs> because, uh, it, I mean, really, seriously, like if you go on some of the just click any article, click any article that's talking about this, and all the comments are everyone's so excited because they're going to bring their dog to meet Mickey, and oh, we're going to take him here. No, you don't, they're not even paying attention. They think they're going to get down to Disney and their dog is going to go inside the park and take a picture in front of the castle, even though no one ever said that. That's what they think is going to happen. That's what I'm talking about. And, and, and partly because the, it's a lot of these articles that are clickbait, and the picture has a, a dog you know, in a Halloween costume inside Disney somewhere or you know, <laughs> eating in a Mickey bar. And it's like, no, dude, you're not going to take them inside the park. They're going to be stuck in a room for 12 hours. Can I ask, let me ask you a question. What if Disney did a hard ticket event? Because actually, I think we brought this up with Brian and Lisa. What yeah. if Disney did a hard ticket event uh, let's say once once a month, mm-hmm. and they didn't do any decorations. They didn't do anything special. Yeah, but just once- like you know, when you go to the mall during Christmas, and you know, the the Tuesday the fifth is you know Dog Day for the dogs. Dog to take- Day exactly. afternoon. Would <laughs> y'all have a problem? Take a picture with Santa Claus. Would you have yeah. a problem with Disney going ahead and, and allowing the dogs into the park for a hard ticket event one day? No, no. I see. I don't think I would, but. Yeah, I mean, okay, so gut gut feeling, no. But you know how Disney works. One day turns into two days, and then that turns into, like, oh, it's dog month. Um, <laughs> dog you know, day Look month. how much money we made off this. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just leave this, because I know we want to talk about some other stuff. I'm going to leave one more thought, and I think the biggest problem I have with this is that we're all saying, what if, what if, what if. Okay, that's fine. <sighs> People can't put a freaking candy wrapper in the trash can. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really think every dog owner is going to do a great job picking up their No. Shit? Nope. You know no. what I'm saying? And That's why I'm not staying at those hotels. No. Absolutely not. And I've already seen the little doggy uh, poop containers that are supposed you're supposed to drop it in. And they're <laughs> right out in the sun. Baking. Uh, yeah. Baking in the sun in Florida. 100 degree weather. I mean... And they're close to the rooms. These little poop stations are close to the room. So just imagine, you know, you're, you're coming home from a long day in the park. So it's 100 degrees outside. And you get to walk by the, the baked poop station outside your room. Even though you're not staying in a dog room, you happen to be staying in a dog area. It just, I don't. Uh, Lee, when does this go into effect? It's already in effect. It's already, yeah. yeah, see. Yeah, no, okay. Now that's poor rollout. I mean, you got to give people who have already booked rooms at Artivate. Exactly. Yeah. You got to give them exactly. enough We've already advance got people notice. booked in these rooms and yes. these hotels and these things. Okay, so do you stay at these hotels again if there's a designated dog wing? Yes, thank you. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> a designated dog wing. As long as the dogs are limited to certain spaces within that wing, yes. Yeah. As long as they're saying like, okay, what you call it? You can stay in the, in the yacht club, but you know, dogs are not allowed beyond this point and on. 
as long as that's there and Disney enforces it, and I think okay. Disney will. It's going to be like a wing in a kennel. Like a, that's what's like going to happen. Like a concentration camp. Yes, exactly. A concentration <laughs> camp. You don't let your dog here. Camp, you've seen some bow wow. <laughs> But you understand, Danny, that not all dog areas are going to be 100% dog rooms. When you get the check-in to Port Orleans Riverside, mm-hmm. you don't get to choose which room you want. Even though we make a request for you, you don't get to choose which room you want. So you're not going to be able to not stay in the dog wing. If they don't, okay, then if that is the case and they don't allow you to designate that you wish to not stay in that wing, I think that is a bad Moved by Disney. Having said that, again, then I'm not staying at that hotel. I understand the need for Disney to have certain resorts that do cater to people with animals, though. And so at some point in time, yes, they do have to take one or two resorts. Now, if, they, if this goes resort-wide, I'm in complete disagreement. If this is something that they do for every single resort, I yes, no. Yep. You have, this has to be for a certain select group of people to... Force so dog rooms can't be integrated eat. amongst the regular rooms. Exactly. Right? Is that what you're saying? Okay. Yes. If you're and doing that, then yep. it, yes, you're I agree with potentially that. risking people staying in places like that. If you can't go to Yacht and Beach Club and say, listen, I don't want to stay over there. I want to stay over here. Then that is a fault on Disney. This Absolutely. Is, this is going to be, I'm telling you, this is, this is how the world works. Once you start to open a door like that, people are going to try to bust it open and they're going to come in there and they're going to say, hey, if dogs are allowed, why can't my pet crocodile be <laughs> Why can't my iguana come in? My why cockatoo. Can't, why can't my parakeet come in? And you know, that's that's what you're going to get. And Disney I, discriminates for gerbils. I'm just saying, like, you know, because animal lovers is, is a real thing and I totally I totally feel that. I, I, I can't fully empathize with it because I have no pets, but that's only because I don't want to take care of a pet. That's that's about you know that's about it. But I've got look, I've got pet allergies. I'm allergic to the three cats that we already have. That's why they outside. I wish I could get rid of them. I'm trying. If you ever do have to stay at one of those resorts, you better make sure you call ahead, or your travel agent does, and request a deep cleaning for that room because I don't trust Disney housekeeping. I can also see the price rate increasing in general because again. If you have somebody now, we now we're going and saying we have people that take very good care of their dogs, but let's suppose you have somebody that doesn't really take that good care of their dog, and the dog has all kind of stuff happening to them. <laughs> That's stuck in the room: fleas, ticks, all kind of stuff. You know, mangy, mangy. Just to describe the dog, the dog's Rabbit. like you. Like, what's your dog's name? Earthworms, you know. <laughs> and, I mean, and now, and now, yeah, right. You know, and, and and you know, and it's like Clifford is a nice dog, I'm sure, but that's going to raise the rate of the room for people who do not have pets because they have to compensate for those that do, and it's it's going to raise the rate in that in that place. So I think, yeah, I think and eventually it, the roof. <laughs> the high roof, and we're not talking about the roof for a doghouse either. We're talking about roof, roof. So I, I think that's I think that's tricky. Now, if they put it in the in the wing or somewhere separate, at least that's a little more of a controlled area. That's I can see that. I, I think it's incredibly stupid if they don't. I, right. I can't imagine that Disney, as smart as they are, really that's what they're going to do. They're not allowing people who book these rooms to be able to stay. Away from the dog. Away from the yeah, dog. That yeah. does not make any sense to me. If that's the case, and Disney has really not thought this through, and that's a shame. We're going to get fussed at for this one, I bet. Right. No, we'll I don't see, see why. We'll I see. mean, I think we're kind of reasonable on it. We're, both, we're all saying, I'm not staying there. 
Having yeah. said that, we recognize the need that there should be a place for people who have animals that, you know, they, they again, that's, that's hard for people who have dogs and cats they, to leave them at home for a week. But y'all are cat. But y'all are cat people. You don't even have dogs, so that's you know. Because cat, well, you know, because cat people are not the same as dog people. Dog people, dogs are a little more friendly. You get a little more attached to dogs, I think, than yeah. you do cats. I, I, I like. I dogs. don't get attached to my cats, but I mean, I'm not going to take her on vacation. I was attached I know, to my uh, cat, uh, my you know, Cujo. I yeah, Cujo's yeah. awesome. I mean, I, I know how much the the travel stresses out my cat, so I was like, I'm not going to yeah. do it. So Lee, you said that the listeners had some say. Yeah, yeah let's you want to send it with that. Let's let the listeners have the last the last word here. Oh, sure, always. Sure, sure. All right, go for it. All right, so let's talk. Let's start with the Raz. Um, okay. She says, "I think it's on par with most other resorts of Disney's caliber. I'm assuming there will be in rooms and are just for dogs. And I know that guests with allergies can already request a deep clean beforehand. Dogs are already everywhere at Disney in the form of service animals, and this service is greatly abused. So hopefully, some of that abuse will stop with this new policy. But I doubt it." Policy is limited to only four resorts and to only select areas. Not all people are responsible dog owners and will probably leave their dogs longer than they should in their room. Mm -hmm. I don't think Disney thought this policy completely through and instead was just attracted by the money it could earn. They are charging $50 a night for Art of Animation, Port Orleans, and the cabins of Fort Wilderness, and $75 for Yard Club. There have been conflicting reports if dogs will be allowed in the lobby or not. I think it's stupid if they are not. I read somewhere that dogs in public would have dogs in public would have to be crated at all times, but that's also stupid and impractical given there is no size restrictions. I don't have a crate I can carry my 65-pound boxer in. I totally understand the concerns <laughs> of people with allergies. I'm allergic to cats and have an EpiPen level food allergy, so I get it. Wow. Yeah. However, wow. I however people are acting like this is a brand new and it's not. Dogs are already everywhere. Who else we got, uh, Lee? Uh, Mrs. Hercher, Rachelle okay. Crow Hercher. Okay. I grew up with dogs. I have a dog. I love dogs. I hate this. It's not <laughs> dog, it's but as a slur, if I had a if I had a gavel, I'd be like, I hate this. That's awesome. <laughs> it's not the dog that's the problem. It's the owners who think Fru Fru is perfect, but Fru Fru mm-hmm. is a biter. Yep. It's always the little ones and the nasty people who won't pick up their dog poop. They're the problem. There you go. No, mm-hmm. no, no. There you go. Love this family. <laughs> <laughs> right. The dog does his thing, you know? Yeah. I love dogs, but they do their thing. If a dog, you're also talking about an animal that if the time is right, it will chase a car. <laughs> okay? You're talking about an animal that. <laughs> a bunch of dogs chasing the monorail. Yeah, I live in the. Uh, yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> I've seen dogs that have run across the street and cars have stopped for them, and then the dog turns right around and tries to cross the street again. I mean, dogs are awesome, but you can't trust all of the dogs. dogs running on the monorail beam. Yeah, that's how I was picturing. Exactly. I mean, you can't trust that. I'm sorry. You can't trust that. Dogs do their own thing. They're their own beam. Can't trust this. Can't trust this. All right. So, guys, let us know what you think about this whole canine thing. Canine conundrum. Canine conundrum in the four resorts. And we'd love to hear your thoughts, especially for some dog people, man. Let us know. Because like, like I said, I, I can't relate to any of that. So, yeah, you I mean, maybe you can give me a perspective that I just don't know. I just, yeah, I, I don't know. I think for some of them, it's like, you know, going on vacation and leaving right. one of your kids at home. Yeah. And speaking about just not being able to relate, it, it kind of goes along with our next story that we're going to cover in a little bit. 
And here we are in the hub, and uh, this originally started as a Q topic, but we figured this would get bigger than uh, the actual segment itself, so we made it its own little Bigger hub. than the last segment? Bigger than the last segment, probably. Is that possible? It could be. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but anyway, Danny had sent this article through our text group, and it deals with Moana, her costume, and Halloween, and white female children. Yes, my sister sent me this. Yes, your your sister sent. Okay, excellent. Yes. Well, thank you, Sandy, for sending this in. We definitely appreciate that. And so, um, this article. Well, let me preface like this: a year ago, uh, Disney had a costume based on the movie Moana uh, that was pulled off the shelves due to some uprising from the Polynesian community. Maui. Maui's costume got pulled, and if you watch that story, I mean, you saw the saw the reasons and everything else. Come a year later, and we have an article. Uh, written for the raceconscious.org website, a little blog website, um, which is entitled, subtitle, a resource for talking about race with young children. And the article is called Moana, Elsa, and Halloween, written by Sachi Ferris. And actually, this is the article that spurred the article that Danny had sent to us. Yes. Um, and everything else. So I, I decided because to go right to the apparently it was source. being covered on Fox News or yes, something. Yes, it was covered, being covered everywhere when I was doing research and putting together articles for this. Uh, it was tons, and they all referenced this particular article by Sachi Ferris. Yes. And uh, pardon me if I'm mispronouncing your name, but anyway. So the basically the long and short of the story is uh, it is uh, inappropriate for white female children to wear the Moana costume because, in essence, you were making fun of that particular culture. That's the <laughs> long and short of that story. You know, I don't think this is going to go as long as the last topic just Probably because not. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of disagreement on this no, topic yeah. here. That is one of the most asinine things I've ever heard. Well, well, let me tell you this story. Okay, so I had my, I was telling my wife what we were doing today for the show, and then we were at the eating lunch at the table, you know, <clears throat> and... Uh, I said, hey, well, just check out this article. Let me see. I, I told her basically what it was about, the long and short version of it. And she now, like, you should, to, to help put this article oh, in context, right. you should give the ethnicity of your my, family. My, my wife is African-American. Yes. I am Filipino, mm-hmm. um, not white. <laughs> okay. Um, Eli, Kevin of course. checks the box, not yes, white. Yes, not white. <laughs> and Eli is not white. And I, I'm sure that's a surprise to a lot of people right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of con- um, Lee Lasavica is not white. Lee Lasavica is not white. Danny, I'm very white, actually. Very <laughs> <laughs> white on your hand, on not, your butt. <laughs> not my skin is not white, but my well, okay, I'm very Anglo. <laughs> <laughs> You're very Anglo. <laughs> my my the color of my skin is darker than my wife, who's Spanish. Um, but Anglo, um, Anglo. but your butt my, is pale. My actual ethnicity is is Anglo. <laughs> You're Anglo. So you're the checks and the checks max. So where's your Hispanic yeah. accent come from? <laughs> from living in Texas. <laughs> from, from growing up in OBT, baby. Oh, I'm living in Texas. Oh, and your love for tacos and Mexican food in general. That's Texas. So I just like I'm like everything Mexican. That's why I married my wife. No, but aren't you uh, Greek? No, seriously. <laughs> That's why he married his wife. This dude's all today. Um, I thought you were the cook in the family. Aren't you Greek? Oh, I am the cook. Yeah, I'm the cook. No, I'm not Greek. My, my grandparents were from Czechoslovakia. Yeah. Czech. That's it. I remember he's saying his kids were Czechs mix. Yeah. Yes. Czechs yeah. Yeah, Czechoslovakia. Well, Czechoslovakia, that's not white. How is it not white? It's like, it's 
European. the Slavic nation. It's well, over those, by Russia. Well, they would say they're Czech. They're not going to say overweight. Well, no, yeah, I get this it. Is so confusing. No, honestly, I don't know that. That yeah. dude, does any of us know a white person? Because most white people, like, they're like, oh, I'm not white. I'm German. The question to me was like, well, what is white? Is that like an American yeah, cultural thing that was created to dis- that, distinguish that, themselves from mm-hmm. the rest of the colors? That's somebody that's come from the Caucasus Mountains. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm not what whipping some knowledge. I, that's what I do. I like it. That's like I, I check if, if I have to check the box, I check I check white. Well, Lee check. The Lee check. Lee check. <laughs> I check white, but people think I'm Hispanic. But I have to explain to them I'm half Italian, which is why I look the way I look. So it's like I identify as like three different things. Wow. So like I don't the idea of white. Yeah, I don't know what white is you know, really. That's that's Lee's like the only person that said no. I'm white. I'm white. I wish I had bongos, man. This could be like total spoken word. No, yeah, I, I talk. Have you seen white people? I talk. <laughs> and black people. Oh lord. <laughs> but yeah, well anyway, so the story. Yeah, yes. uh, before yes, I, I, I was leaving wife. the show, I was talking to my wife for sitting at the table lunch and i told her long and short of it and she sounds like this sounds like something stupid <laughs> you know yeah i was like well here just read the article and let me know what you think i'll be curious to think you know so i gave her my computer um she's reading the article and, and you know we're eating our jambalaya sausage jambalaya mr hercher I, I realize i forgot to give you the recipe i will send that soon uh, my wife's got uh, her hair done up she just got out the shower she's got a little thing wrapped around it so she looks like uh, you know queen aurelion from uh, coming to america <laughs> she's got that look happen <laughs> And then, you know, it, while we're sitting there just casually eating, I hear, what the hell? <laughs> and the baby walks up. She's like, what's wrong, mommy? Why are y'all laughing? It's like, oh, well, you know, it's something that's a topic much older than you. And, um, you know, you may, you probably never will understand because you're not white. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so that was that. And so she finished reading the article. My wife, you know, finished reading the article. And she's like, this is, this is stupid. <laughs> you know, this doesn't make sense to me. You know, this is, and then she goes, she actually proceeds to say, it's like, this almost sounds like something to where uh, they would want to, it's like a tool for them to mask their racism. Like, what's wrong with your little, you know, white girl, I want to be a little brown girl. Something wrong with that? Kind of a thing, you know? And it's I like, didn't you know, think of it like yeah, that. Yeah, and she's also like, you know, with finally D- Disney's got some d- diversification, you know, in their, in their ranks, and it's like, you know, now we can't dress up. You know, oh. before then, it's like, well, with little black a girl's supposed to dress up as you know if they Snow want to be White. princess. Yeah, Snow White. Yeah, 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 Cinderella. It's like you know, I you know I don't get it. No, I, that that's actually a great point because all you're going to accomplish by continuing to pick nits at what Disney is trying to do, which is kind of give a more well-rounded, multicultural take on some of its princesses, you're just going to stop them from making these movies if they can't sell dolls and costumes and all this stuff because they're worried about what people might think that they're trying to say. Right. They're just going to stop making them and make more safer films. Right, right, right. You know, because they've made an effort, you know, to be a little bit more multicultural, I yeah. believe, in their approach to things. So, um, no, this is ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. It, well, it, before we dive into it, listeners, yeah, sure, we sure, have sure, all sure. the links of the articles in our show notes. So, um, I kind of gave you a long and shorter, but we all kind of read it and so uh, uh, and uh, basically boiled down to that. Uh, the terms cultural appropriation comes up, so you might I, I'll post those links too in case you're curious about it or have never heard of it. I've I never heard the word cultural appropriation. Yeah. What does that mean? Can you read cultural appropriation? Can you read the definition of by this? this definition here? This is the first time I've ever heard that terminology. Yep. Are we from, getting deep with it now? Oh, so have Oxford, you heard this? You know what this means? No, but I've heard other 
terms of words to you know describe the same kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. So you know what it is, even though you don't know what it means. It's an instinctual <laughs> thing with me. <laughs> 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 I don't have to. I don't know. know you know what this means? I know. <laughs> I know what this means. Hey, have you heard of it, Lee? Yes, I've heard the term before. And right. what does it I mean, Lee? Kind of give an example, but okay. All right, give an example. Well, the definition from the Oxford Dictionary, and it says it's okay. a, it's a mass noun. Whatever, mm. whatever there is. I don't a know. mass noun. That's a wait, 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 stop right there. Noun. Read the definition of a mass noun. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's for Oxford. I, I, that's okay. All right, so culture appropriation is defined as the unacknowledged or inappropriate adoption of the customs, practices, ideas, etc. of one people or society by members of another and typically more dominant people or society. Oh, like so like quote. vanilla ice or M&M? Yes, <laughs> and, and they have a quote. It's kind of like Urban Dictionary. They have a quote. Um, he says his dreadlocks were widely criticized as another example of cultural appropriation. Why can't it be ad- admiration? Like why? I, can't I, I think that's the argument, right? Like where, where's the line? blackface like if you if you like okay i like them so i'm gonna I, like identify with that i want to like i want to do have dreads but the, you can't do blackface you can't like i, I was gonna say i was gonna say that, i mean uh, you know what it, this is like an this is like an age thing because it depends on what age you are when you see a subject like this like if you're younger you're like in college and just yeah, all you're about like, it. that's yeah. wrong because like yeah i'll be in college i would go to a party let's say at a bar and it'd be like this white dude that he would be wearing dreads and he'd have his face painted black and then he'd see me looking at him and I'd be like, you're shading a little off. Son. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I'm sorry. That's well, messed up. It is messed up, but, you know, the thing is, like, now I'm older and then, like, you know, I have a daughter. My daughter's biracial, you know? Right. And so, like, I can look and I can say, okay, well, here's the thing. Here's the trick, I think, is if this same guy has this has these dreads he's painted his face black and he says i want to be bob marley because bob marley my hero because you know he stood for peace and blah 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 blah. i probably could let that go as opposed to if you just like yeah i just want to just try this you know and, and just do this and why the hell not i mean in this case for uh the girl that dresses moana i don't see a problem with that moana apparently is a hero to young girl. It's a very so, strong character. Why couldn't you inhabit the spirit of Bob Marley when I happen to do the black? I, the, I think that's a step too because far. Because it would, well, I hear that, but you know, the thing is, is like you have to, it's a costume. Right. So if you have dreads, let's say, to be Bob Marley, you at least need to look like Bob Marley. You, it's, you know what I'm saying? No, you no. I mean, it's like, remember when Joy had her offensive party? Uh, yeah, I remember that. And, and Anna and I went as I can teak turn. Y'all look good. We now. did a good job. Did your wife have a black eye? <laughs> 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 when the night was over, yeah. No. Oh. No. Oh. 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 Not oh. at all. Uh, November 3rd going on 10 years. I wouldn't yeah. do that. Yeah. Ooh, and that's be, about it now. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be sleeping outside with the cats, dude. Yeah. You and the cats could be on oh, this couch. Oh, no. The cats be looking. You got put out too hot. <laughs> no, Joy had... Well, yeah, was Joy, our friend party. Joy. Our is friend Joy. Right. This yeah, is, right. uh, Joy. Who's an African-American woman. Who used to do other podcasts with us and another thing. So. And yeah. she told us we had to uh, dress as a famous... Offensive people? Well, yeah. <laughs> Not offensive people, but African-American <laughs> people yeah. from the... Like, I think... 
African Americans had to dress as white people, and white people had to dress as African American. I can't. I don't know. I don't remember because too like, many rules. Too many. I was like, I think I was yeah. like the only African American to show up at the party. I was like, like I ain't wearing no costume. You I, were no. You had something on because you and Amy both dressed. Amy up. dressed as a Black Panther <laughs> yes. uh, advocate. Um, she looked good like that. Yeah, she did. Everybody loved it. But costume. you had like a like a coat or something. I had a coat and I had I just what is my I had shades and I just had like you know you were like Matrix. You were dude? Shaft. Ah, that works. Yeah, no, you said you were Shaft. That's yeah. what it was. He had a Shaft. So you were not dressed as a white person. <laughs> you know, the irony is, is like if I had gone ahead and let's say I would I wanted to be like, uh, I don't know, Captain America. And then like I went and got blonde hair and painted my face white and wore the outfit with the shield. People would be like, oh, okay, you're Captain America. But I don't think somebody would be like, eh, that's, you know, that's racist. You know, that's it's racist. It's terrible. You know, white, white people don't claim racism though. Like you know, like no one looked at Eddie Murphy and coming to America and like that's racist. <laughs> you don't get to portray no Jewish man. Or- well, what about when? Okay, wait. When Eddie Murphy, remember Eddie Murphy did the Saturday Night Live skit where he made himself up as a white person and, yeah, like, and he walked around town. Yeah, yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. that was a good skit. That was a good skit. But we're, but we're. I mean, I don't know. But white like, people don't get offended by that. White people are normally the ones who offend other people. <laughs> with the, white people see that and they're like, "Oh, I'll, I'll do this." And they're like, "Whoa, wait a minute." Wait. <laughs> Again, that's saying that we know white people, which we just said we don't. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, but we, but I think like the 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 culture has got better in the sense of okay, you have to. When you cross a cultural line, so to speak, then you have to be aware of what the character is that you're going to emulate. Like if you say, I'm going to be Moana because Moana is, uh, you know, I liked on the cartoon, but then I read about Polynesian history and this and that and the other. Well, now you're well versed in the character that you are. Mm-hmm. You well, know? Yeah. Well, part of the article states is like we should do the mother was insisting we do some of the research. She addressed in an outfit that it represents the culture and not necessarily the character of Moana. And that would be OK to her. So, like, let's say I walked around in an Odell Beckham jersey. Am I being disrespectful? You saw a kid walk around Odell Beckham jersey? I did. did. Nobody worried about that. No, I fussed at him for messing up my fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) Little bastard. (laughs) You did fuss at him. Why'd you have to go and break your ankle? Kid's just like, I just want candy. No candy. I just want some candy. Well, if you catch the ball with one hand, you you know Odell. Yeah. (laughs) You can catch a yeah, I've seen him catch about one hand. Let him catch it with one ankle. Because <laughs> at least then maybe I wouldn't be losing so much. But anyway, that's yeah. the point. No. But that is wearing jerseys. Would that be considered? Because I don't get this. This is like, this to me is one of those things like, like Sigmund Freud one time said, sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Sometimes a kid's costume is just a freaking kid's costume. Yeah, right? I agree. And in one of the articles that I posted on the uh, arguing the opposite side, uh, it said the exact same thing. Really? Did it? Yeah. I didn't yeah, read it. Things, yeah. I, Damn it. But no, but that's wait, good, what, though. Was the person like a, a doctorate in something or another? Because maybe I can switch jobs. <laughs> or something. No, look. You know, like when I was a kid for Halloween, I dressed as like Spider-Man. Yeah. You know. Um, Did it ever occur to you that Peter Parker was white? Absolutely not. Exactly. That's, ex- that's exactly the point. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. I, I think like if the the provision that this mother's making in one sense is admirable but to the degree or what it's being used for it's not if that makes any sense like if she's saying hey look kid be aware of what you're doing and the kid is like well i just want to be moana because i saw moana on tv well there's nothing wrong with that yes you know 
I don't even, but I don't even think you need to talk to your kid about it. Not in this instance. If you if you're trying to avoid the kid having to deal with the topic of racism, and she's wearing a Moana costume, that's not the time to bring up something like that. No, because now you're making the kid aware of it. Like if exactly. you're trying to avoid it, you just don't really need to talk about it unless. The kid says, hey, I heard this weird thing. What's the deal? Because yeah. once you break into somebody's mentality that things are different, whether it's uh, you know, a thing of race or sexuality or religion or whatever thing, well, then you start to make the person question what is around them. And you know, for a costume, no, I don't, I don't think you need to do that. Not, not for, only not that, like one. you're minimizing the spirit of the character. Like the, the idea that they like this character isn't because this person's Polynesian or white or black. They like it because this character embodies something that they admire. And you're minimizing all that and saying, no, all they are is this. Right. They, they, they're, whatever they do is defined by the fact that they're just this. And I think you're marginalizing the character's impact once you start doing that. And what's I, really tricky is, is that Moana was... Now you guys tell me if I'm wrong, but Moana was made with those two old guys, those two old Geritol guys yes. at the beginning of the movie said, hey, we hope you like our movie. But they went. They did the research. Yeah. Yes, yes. Thank you. They, the Polynesian. And you know, that's the funny yeah. thing about you to say that. It's mm-hmm. like uh, I was looking for I was spending like about an hour looking for articles of the Polynesian cultural reaction to this. Yeah. And I found nothing. At the moment, <laughs> people nothing. found stuff. There's yeah, nothing. I found more about Maui <laughs> and that reaction from the back community rather than the actual Moana thing. Why you know? did they so, have a problem with Maui? Because Maui was a god, and they took that more. No, because yeah. the the costume had yeah, much like tattoos. Maui in the yeah. movie had brown skin and tattoos everywhere. It was a full body suit. Basically. It was a full right. body suit. You okay. saw it, when we, were in, yeah, yeah. when we were in Disney. Yeah. You saw it. So yeah, it wasn't like his clothes on the. Like, Moana is basically just a Moana clothes on the kid. This was like a full body suit with the tattoos and the long hair. Which is a no-win situation because if you weren't to include the tattoos and the brown skin, all you'd have is a grass skirt. And your child would be walking around half naked <laughs> for right. Halloween. Which leads to a whole other set of problems. And you'd be painting the tattoos on them. And it's, yes, no, it's, it's a silly... No, what Disney did was they did their best to make a costume out of that. And there, I, th- I don't even know that there was that many people who were upset over this. I think there was a small vocal minority that got upset, as vocal minorities often do. You're talking about the Moana costume. No, I'm talking about the oh, Maui talking about, oh, okay, costume. Okay, okay, yeah. the, the, the Moana costume, I, I don't even think that even deserves a, a, a place yeah. at this table, uh, to be honest with you. I, I think that's, that was way yeah, overblown. I, I mean, yeah. I, yeah to, it is. It's a little bit bigger than what the level needs to be the maui thing at least you know i was just addressing what eli when he was asking why uh, that the maui thing to me at least i could understand a little bit of it but at the end of the day no it all comes down to the exact same thing and either it's all okay or none of it's okay i mean there, it's it's like to me as a i guess as a, a comic guy i mean it's like you're picking a hero or you're picking someone that you're trying to emulate for that one period of time and that's not a bad thing no matter what the race or creed is it's something that you would have to identify with like if like there's uh like african-american cultures that have like uh need to pull from egyptian culture you know, they'll say, you know, pharaohs and Ra, and then there's like this thing, the Orishas, which are like really old school, you know, African-American deity, stuff like that. If somebody were to go ahead and dress like that, 
I don't know if there would be an offensive thing, but it shouldn't be because, hey, look, I'm picking these people that are seen as heroes. And that's just a person trying to emulate something good. And you shouldn't just, you know, compound on that. Let me ask you this question. If it's offensive for a little girl to dress up as Moana, and you just said that this movie was done by these two old white dudes, Mm -hmm. even though they did their research, Mm -hmm. is it offensive that Polynesian characters then were written by white people? Like, should white people be writing a movie like this? That's kind of like Princess and the Frog. Yeah, exactly. It's like, wait, so you're telling me that a movie that was written by white people, white children cannot... (laughs) <laughs> outfit you know even though it's in admiration of a culture that they don't have anything to do with but they treat with reverence and respect which yeah the polynesian people apparently gave the green light to and that's the thing as long as you yeah. treat it with admiration and respect i don't see how you could possibly accuse anybody of demeaning it and that's where i have a problem with this i mean what, what would you rather your little girl say oh, okay i can't be moana i'll just dress up as that Scary little girl in the ring. Like, no, no, no. Be Moana. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Forget all that. No, you're I'm a, Moana. I'm a wet cat yeah. outfit. Have nothing on it. Yeah. Well, you know, the article that you said, Daddy, that actually that what happened with uh, the whole costume idea is that the, the daughter decided just to go as Mickey Mouse. Maybe this is why Moana is not around as much. I mean, I really did not think that this was such a hot button movie. I really didn't. But, not, yeah, it shouldn't be. Uh, you know, for this I, to be. Oh, please speaking. I don't think it is. I think that. The, the, what you're dealing with here is, and I don't want to say it's a liberal or if it's a conservative or whatever, but it's a person that is somehow offended by this. The problem is that most people are not offended by this. I think anyone with half a brain is not offended by this. The problem here is that people like this need to learn to pick their battles. And this is not a big deal at all. Like, no one cares. And um, people that get offended by everything and, and want to, like, make a big deal like this about everything are the people that got Donald Trump elected. <laughs> oh. um, because of the backlash of this kind of attitude. I mean, I'm, a, I'm liberal as, as they come, you know what I'm saying? I support all that stuff. But when, when, when people that are not – that are people who are more conservative and they see bullshit like this – it, they all they think is you know man what's our country coming to people are so offended we're all politically correct and da, da, da. and then they vote for the person that is the least politically correct person you could find I don't know how you turn this into this I, you know, uh, I was yeah. gonna say we did a really good job of walking a line there and Lee's just like yeah I got something to say he just bust through the line like the Germans at the Battle of the Bulge man. Just stop being offended by everything. Choose your battles and spend your energy on something that matters. If this mother is a liberal, and I think it's it's probably a good bet that it, this is the kind of, of activity that does give liberals a bad name. I think he is right on this. I'm not going to say that they got Donald Trump elected or anything like that, but this is the kind of over-the-top... You know, um, apologizing for this years well, and years uh, oversensitivity, right. I should say. I, I'll just leave it at that. If I, if I could read this real quick from go, the go, article, go. Uh, this she had the conversation with her child, and this was her response to her child insisting on being Moana. So she says, 
Elsa is an imaginary or made-up character. Moana is based on real history and a real group of people. But still a made-up character. If we are go- right. If we are From going a fictitious to dress- island. Yeah. <laughs> if we are going to dress up a real person, we have to make sure we are doing it in a way that is respectful. Otherwise, it is like we're making fun of someone else's culture. Now, Moana in Polynesian lore, does she exist? No. Is she made-up character? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Maui exists in lore, but is still a made-up character. Yeah. The thing is, if if the overall goal is to say, hey, look, let's figure out a way to do some sort of racial harmony and this and that and the other, then really the simplest thing to do is you have to learn about the other culture and you have to give the other culture as much respect as you would want as a culture. And that's really all it is. It's It's not a matter of saying... I think this is what's going to offend a person. And I haven't talked to anybody in that area yet. You, you, you can't do that. You have to have some sort of barometer. Yeah. And you don't have to understand anything and er- everything about a person's culture just to exhibit basic human respect and kindness. And I don't see a little girl wanting to emulate a, a hero of hers as being anything less than that. I, Absolutely you know, not. You know, talk about a conversation with her kid. I'll talk about a conversation with my kid that I think sums this up pretty good. And I brought it up in the last show. It was when we were sitting on the lawn of the Haunted Mansion. Not on the lawn, but sitting outside of the, <laughs> watching the ghosts on the lawn of the you Haunted cross. Mansion talking. Yeah. And my daughter tugged on my shirt and we're just, we're all into it. And she tugs on my shirt and said, Dad, this is, this is for adults. This stuff is for adults. Right. Kids have no place in this. Using your kid's Halloween costume to make your bigger political point. Yeah. Get and, real. and here's the other thing. It's like, you know, uh, would you rather have your daughter dress up as Lilo or Moana? Who cares? Whatever they want. Whatever right. Co- I, right. You know what my concern is? Which costume is available in her size? Right, <laughs> yes. right, right. What, what can I get a hold of? Well, no, here's the thing. It's like they, they, they want to make the argument that it's like the whole cultural thing. Well, Lilo, the Polynesian community, if you remember, was not a big fan of that movie. And when Moana was coming out, there's a lot of concern in the Polynesian community that, oh, great, here comes another Lilo and Stitch where they bastardize our, our culture and culture, stuff. Yeah, I, but see, I fact, didn't even know that. Yeah, no, it was, they, were, they, they were up in, I mean, I read articles and that we were doing a review for the thing, but it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, they were all up in arms because it's like the way they portrayed Polynesians, Hawaiians, you know, the way they drew them and everything else, it was pretty disrespectful, you know, to them, and they didn't like it. And there was, I mean, there's articles on it. And also, you know, Moana, they're a little bit more pleased by it because they actually took the time to learn the culture. They, it was an attempt. So um, the reason why I point that out is like, you know, if you, know, you let your daughter dress up as Lilo, I mean, granted, yeah, it doesn't really matter. No. It's a, it's a, it's, they're both fictional characters, you know, um, but which one is the more uh, close to what the Polynesians would consider okay? <laughs> you know, if you want <laughs> to be right. that sensitive to their particular culture, then, I mean, yeah, you're going to let your kid dress up as Moana. It was a strong female figure, regardless of what race she comes from. She That's is a strong thing. female figure. You have you have heroes. If if it doesn't matter what the culture is, if you're picking the best aspect of that culture, then again, like you said, Daddy, that's that's respect. I mean, whenever you have shows that are that are out and it picks the worst aspect of whatever that group is, and it doesn't matter if it's you know black, white, Asian, whatever. Once you put out what you think that culture is. And you have that mass media ability to do it, and it paints them in a bad light. Then, yeah, mm-hmm. that group is going to be kind of concerned because they're like, "Well, shoot, if other people in that culture, in our culture, 
see that they say well we're supposed to be like that and mm-hmm. if that's the worst representation of it and there's no balance to sort it out then that person has no highest they, they have no no reasoning to say oh, okay get it you know the 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 guy the the villain that goes ahead and eats people that looks like this okay yeah it should be like that i like the person that everybody cheers for you know, and that's what you, know, you want. That's cool that's you said because I'm more offended by the way Hollywood uh, portrays New Orleans people, Louisiana people more so than any of this other stuff, you know? That is true. Like, yeah, they, uh, yeah. Because it's terrible. Oh, yeah. yeah, like Bobby oh, Boucher. Oh, 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 yeah. You got all your teeth, huh? And everybody's sweating, and there's always a ceiling fan on. And it's like, you know. They always fan themselves. Yeah, they always fan themselves. <laughs> and they talk with a southern accent. It's like, man, well, there's hardly any southerners around here. Big bitch of lemonade. And have that much of a twang. If I do declare. Good. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, well, you all suck. Yeah, you know, that's. You know, oh, I, agree. I think by once you start telling your daughter, you can't dress as Moana, you're, you're, what you're telling her, and I don't even think you realize this is that mm-hmm. you're different from Moana there's yeah. something different about Moana and now you're automatically saying okay there is something different between me so instead of looking at what we're the character to the character yeah the heart of yeah. the character the, the person beneath it all you're training them to recognize something that maybe that's not what most people want to be known by like I don't want to right. be associated by a race or a color or a creed or whatever I want to be and that's Judged. a lot of the problem, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. You judge me by who I am. And you know, and like you said, that story with, with Lily, I mean, you know, um, she's got a good point. And it should be thing to say, hey, look, you know what? Maybe in some cases we should think more like kids on instances of this, you know, because they don't really see anything until it's brought to them. They're like, oh, okay. You know, I mean, Kids yeah. have it on that, yeah. on that aspect. Little of kids it. don't see that. Yeah, they just like, oh, that kid's cool until you know? adults point them, point it out. Right, you exactly. Know? And that's and that's that's how it's that's how it's been. I mean, kids go out, they venture, they do their own thing, and they're like, yeah, I don't get it, but I. Right. But yeah. what do we know? We're a bunch of non-whites. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <damn right. laughs> I'm about to say we should I have read a, all some stuff, but we should have a white person. Yeah. I read about white people. You're non-white. You're you're I'm black. Totally, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're totally not white. Nah. I'm I'm like off-white. I guess. <laughs> I've had people tell me I'm white. Lee is Lee. Lee, like, look, Lee, 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 Lee is white. <laughs> Lee is white. Lee glows in the dark. He's so white. He's not Caucasian. He's not from the island of Cacos or wherever it's so called. So Lee is representing the white culture right now. Lee, yes, what, are, what are your thoughts? Lee, yes, give us your thoughts. We speak for hear, white people. Lee. Yes, speak for them everywhere. A lot of pressure. I would know what white people think if I had to. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, because you're a Texan. Yes. That's, that's a right. whole that's separate a whole culture. different breed. Well, okay. Uh, what costume would have been, you know, appropriate, do you think, for this mom? Sandra Day O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what is she trying to... She's trying to make a statement with her daughter's freaking Halloween costume. I don't... Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's really the bottom line. Is it's again, someone be offended by something that's not offensive. Mm-hmm. It's really just this person has this agenda, and when you have that agenda or you have that mindset, or whatever you want to say, you will always find some way to fit something into that agenda. But you know what, Lee? Though there is one other thing in play here. There's one other thing in play here that we're not talking about, and that's how sorry and tired and f- played out the national media is. That a story like this, written by one single mom yes, somewhere, it gets, it gets any play at all. That it, it is all over Facebook, it's all over the news, it's picked up by every outlet. Is that we are so geared towards conflict? It is. Let's find something that'll exemplify the worst of one people and the best of another people and pit them against one another. It's this. 
you gotta wonder if this is even a real person that's that's having th- that's being offended. This could be hashtag fake news for all I know. I don't even know if this person exists. It's it's like I won't go into all the kind of crazy details or something else, but it's like it's always that thing of if people just have to address people and not symbolisms and not ideas that one person is thinking one way about another person is thinking another way about. You just have to talk to the person. And then that's how it actually works. You just can't say, yeah, we're just going to throw that costume out because I think it does this. That costume, it's a, like you said, it's, it's Moana. It's a, you know, it's a fictional character. There is no actual woman named Moana walking around that talks to gods. It's, yes. it's just, you know, it's a story. But if you want to figure out a way to, you know, bridge the gap, you got to talk to an actual person. Well, in case you're wondering, this website, Raising Race Conscious Children, has a hundred race conscious things you can say to your child to advance racial justice. Racial advance racial justice? Yes. Why? Raising race conscious children? Racial justice. Children are the least likely to uh, see race uh, in uh, anything. Absolutely. Uh, you got to talk to the that. dude that's like a century years old. <laughs> and then, yeah, kind of work your way from there. Um, God, ooh. it's like, oh, children are like... Again, they might see color. They might see that there's a difference in in color, in skin color, but they they don't perceive all the rest of it. They have their whole lives for this. This is like coming in and having an honest discussion about race and and oppression and all the things that went into it and cultural identity. That's like sitting there and saying that there's no Santa Claus. You're making them grow up before they need to grow up. Let them enjoy the early years. We don't have to worry about all the BS that us adults now have to consider and there's things that are positive that happens to everybody every day that again like you say never gets covered everybody never gets covered. everybody yeah and, and, and so when i talk about c- certain bodies of color we're talking about everybody everybody you know? there's a, there's tons of news out there there's probably somebody that cured cancer right now you'll <laughs> never know about who they are you'll never know who they are because right. they're not in a fight with somebody over yeah, yeah, yeah. No, racism and sexism that's a fast pass to the news these days yeah. my god i can't put on cnn without hearing about a new actress that has accused somebody of of, of sexually harassing her yeah. that's the the news of the day right that's now crazy you want a fast pass to being on the news claim that yeah. And, yeah. and i'm not saying that to disregard what they're claiming. I'm sure what they're claiming is true, but I mean, the media picks up on what they want to pick up on. That's it's the news a, of the day. It's a story. Yeah. It's totally a storyline. What are you going to do? Like, this is, again, this is another part of the, again, the national media ratcheting it up. This is one person. Most of general society does not feel this way. You're going to hear about it because, you know, the media is built around conflict and pitting people against one another. and to Get their numbers up so they can get their advertising. Exactly. Yeah, it's good what it money. Is. It's business. It's War like is business. War is like, business. We're part of the problem because here we are covering it. So, yeah, but we're covering yeah. it, but we're at least we're covering it to say, of, stop it. <laughs> yes. We, you, and you have to do that. If good people don't stand up. That evil will always win. That is true. That's what Superman says. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what Superman says. That's what in the comic book I read. That's what he said. Well, guys, you know, I'd love to hear what the Moicans have to say about this. I'm Please do to listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, let let us know. I mean, of course, you know, we're going to tackle the tough topics that a lot of the shows aren't going to talk about. And we promise next week we'll talk about something Disney related. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was all within the Disney universe, so sort we're still kind of, we're, yeah. kind of, we're good. But well, we we were real but, um, with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not afraid to tackle these particular topics. No, you know? next so, week we'll get all back to talking yeah, about. Yeah, we'll be nice what, and happy and just pretzelized. The gentleman that um, wrote into us 
like a couple of shows ago that worked in construction. He could totally play this one, and he's the man now. He's like, you ought to hear what these people had to say. Like, oh, let me write into the show, man. Let yeah. me talk about you guys. Hear what these guys had to say yeah, on this. Like, so. he oh, you work. never know in a construction job site. They'd be like, yeah. man, why don't we? <laughs> Dogs in hotels, what? What kind of insensitive prick are you letting your daughter dress up as Moana? Letting <laughs> your dog dress up as Moana. Get it. What you listening to? I want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, yeah, shoot us an email, man. Show up magicourway.com or leave us a voicemail or interact with us on social media when the show comes out or on the show's uh, post. And we'd love to hear what you guys think about all this. And uh, yeah, we're about to tell you a bunch of different ways to get in touch with us further. And guys, we hope you enjoyed this very topical show, and we hope you share your opinions with us, because uh, every opinion is welcome on our Magic Our Way podcast. Uh, MagicRWay.com is the way to go if you want to get in touch with us. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can get in touch with us in the following ways. You can shoot us an email at showatmagicourway.com. You can call or text us. I did say text us at one 815 That is 1-815- Mo weekend six six nine four two two six. Are you happy now, Lee? Oh no, good job. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Lee said that's all I do. <laughs> oh really? Oh, 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 oh. I, did, I do remember that. Yeah. He said, I did say that on the show last week. Yes. He said on the closing, that's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, voicemail via Speakpipe on the widget on our homepage. And of course, we got a couple guys to do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we have Mr. Eli Ivory and his Project Geisha. Sir, tell him what you got going on. Oh, man, you already saw it off the good part of it. You know the story. It's all about the glory. You go to www.ivorycompass.com where you can find all the good works that I go ahead and do. If you think I talk crazy here, just imagine what I can write. <laughs> so, um, that yeah. crazy. That's right. Crazy. I'm crazy enough to do my own thing. <laughs> so, there you're gonna go ahead, you're gonna see like some art from Project Geisha. First issue, second issue's out. Savage. I just got the second issue of Project Geisha. I, I can't wait to that. read it. I need yes. to get the second issue. I, 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 I will I have go to get ahead one. and order some more. But yes, um, <laughs> I keep going at it because I'm crazy. I'm in my whole box. He's crazy. That's what I do. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. I'm kind of guru drawing comics. What I do? You crazy? Own box. That's right. <laughs> He's good crazy though. You crazy? That's right. I let my kid wear a costume as long as there ain't no crazy mermaid outfit in the concert. That's right. <laughs> Outside of that, you go to Facebook.com. Eli H. Ivers, where you find me. I always looking to accept some friends there. Project Gage has his own Facebook page. Facebook got. You just um, got sexy with that. Project Case uh, is kind of own sex. Right. What, 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 what? Yeah. You got low and dirty with that. I, I do. I, I, I love my character. Yep. Mo Weekend. Boo. Mo Weekend. I like he throw that in there. <laughs> I should like I finish do. it and you be like, Mo Weekend. That's all I do in the closing. <laughs> you do more than that. You got it. Look, you know what? Be honest. The first book has art from Danny in there. Danny's a very humble guy. He doesn't want to always talk about the art that he does, but in the first issue Project Geisha, there's some artwork uh, <laughs> in the back advertising Magic <laughs> Outway in the second book. So Danny does a lot of stuff. He does shirts. He, he just doesn't have a chance to and Danny's one his wares. And Danny's one word reaction to that is? Mo Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. all I got. I can't. I all right, for the rest of this closing, that's all you're going to say. That's, that's, all you're gonna say. that's every no, paragraph. No, no, no. For the rest of awesome. any closing, that's all I'm going to say. That's all you're going to say. <laughs> so, um, so there you go. So yeah. outside of that, um, Mo Weekend. <laughs> yeah, so Instagram, EIV504, Twitter, Hancock10166. 
So again, yeah, I uh, always love the support for the arts, and I'm gonna keep drawing if you'll keep reading. And of course, if you want to take a trip, Mo Weekend, yeah. <laughs> down to Walt Disney World or Disneyland or any Disney property. Well, I guess in the continental U.S. I don't know if he does international. Um, Lee Lastavica is the man you want to call. Lee, tell him what you got going on. Got a lot going on. If you want to get a room and have it filled with pet dander and <laughs> fur and dog piss and <laughs> have the poop can right outside your room. Or if you don't want that, you can call me either way. We can, we can do it however you want to. There um, you go. Yeah. That's right. Either way, you know, it's 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 a preference. Whatever you like. Uh, give me a call at 413-349-8747. That's 413-DIZ-TRIP. 413-D-I-Z-T-R-I-P. Email me at lee at magicrway.com. As always, check out the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A Travel. And, uh, you know, it's really not that hard to pick up that poop and put it in the in the thing there. So you just do that with no... Poopavica! <laughs> Poopavica! Poopavica! <laughs> oh, man. No, but thank bad. you, guys. This I'm is sorry. a fun show. Poo-weekend. I don't know how many shows it's going to end up being. It's going to probably have to be three parts, but... Poopavica! Poopavica! And if you want to support all of this... There's a couple ways you can do that, man. You can uh, buy us some beignets and support the show that way. You can click some affiliate links on our website. You can also represent the Moeka Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop, which does need to be updated. And please, the easiest way you can do so to support the show is to leave a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, etc. And remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is, we speak our minds so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And of course, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and make us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions, especially with this episode, all opinions are welcome on the Magic Girl Podcast. So get in touch with us today. So, Mohegans. Ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. Mo, uh, no, I'm Danny. <laughs> Mo, oh, Mo magic Danny. out. <laughs> magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with dog poo. <laughs> and let no dogs live with me with the lipstick out. <laughs> Hey guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh man, Italians recognizing Italian. You know what song <laughs> like that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the navigator. Oh wow. <laughs> Hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is a ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How do you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Our Way and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh-huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it, yeah, let me tell you what's good about it. You hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh, wow. You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of... <laughs> Give me a Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, <laughs> get, on, get up again. Oh, yeah. You know? Hot tub, what you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels. 
and 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 r- attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here, this yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know? I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> Bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? 